Please note that the opinions and views depicted in the Chordcast do not reflect the views and values of the Chord or the Chord's editorial board. They reflect solely the views of the individuals present on the Chordcast. Whether you are enjoying a fresh hot pretzel while shopping at Conestoga or a beer in Uptown with your friends, good food is important to all of us. But we have to remember it's just as important to be aware of our environmental footprint when consuming said food. Today, we're talking about all the flavors of Mr. Pretzels and how drinking straws are killing sea turtles. Hello, Laurier. This is the Cordcast. Here's a rundown of what happened in our news section for this issue. June 23, 2017 marked Waterloo Lutheran Seminary's official transition to being named Martin Luther University College. Grant Packard, an assistant professor of marketing at Wilfrid Laurier University's Lazaridis School of Business and Economics, has discovered through his ongoing research that our general approach to speaking with consumers is inherently flawed and ineffective in creating satisfactory results. National Indigenous Peoples Day was June 21st, and festivals were held for the local Indigenous community in the Victoria Park Pavilion. The Sexual Health Options Resources Education Center is offering new programs for newcomers to Canada, people with developmental disabilities, and abortion pill services. On October 17, 2018, the Canadian government will be authorizing the recreation, consumption, possession, and purchase of cannabis in Canada fulfilling a major campaign promise made by the Liberal government and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. As the Tri-Cities opioid epidemic prevails, there is talk of progress among regional councillors. The Community Services Committee of Waterloo Region agreed to move forward with implementing safe injection sites earlier this month. Proposals have been made regarding the future location of sites. However, these remain undetermined due to a necessary consultation process that is currently underway. So that's it for the news for this issue. Today I'm joined by some members of the core team. Can you guys introduce yourselves? Hi, my name is Sarah and I am the video editor. And I'm Madeline and I'm the features editor. Thanks for coming on to the podcast. So for those of you who don't know, the court actually has a Facebook page and YouTube channel. So Sarah is the one who's in charge of the video content for those pages. Sarah, do you want to give a quick plug on how you can find the Cordcast on Facebook and YouTube? So on both channels, uh, you can find us with Cord Wolusip, um as our username. So that's C-O-R-D-W-L-U-S-P. And you can find us on both Facebook and YouTube that way. And I think this week you guys did an episode of Cord Taste. Can you just tell us what happened with that video? Uh, so basically, uh, we tried the Mr. Pretzels Pretzels and tried the different flavors to rank them on a scale of 1 to 10 um, and how we actually liked them. And here's a little preview of the video for you guys to listen to. Hi Laurie and welcome to the Core Tastes. Today we're tasting Mr. Pretzel Pretzels and we're each going to be scoring them uh, between 1 and 10 and the one with the highest score uh, at the end of the tasting is what we consider the best pretzel. This is the one that I'm most excited for. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited for this one. It tastes like Italy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you took 
the pasta sauce off of pizza, if that's what this would taste like. Mm. You have the Italian seasoning and the cheese and the bread. Yeah. You're just missing the sauce. And they sell the sauce there as well, so if you want that pizza experience. Yeah. It's simple, I like it. It's really good. Okay, and if you want to catch more of that, you can visit our YouTube channel or Facebook page. For, so for the Mr. Pretzels video, I think you guys were both in it, right? Um, I was filming, but I did try the pretzels as well. And I was in okay. it, yes. I've divided it all the flavors between you guys and I just want you to say maybe one to three words that describes each of the flavors. Okay. Sarah, we can start with you. Okay, Toscana. Salty, garlicky, delicious. Okay, Napolitano. Felt really good on my tongue. I love the spices. <laughs> Parmesan cheese. Delicious. Sesame. My favorite. What is Napolitano? It's that was the only one I was like, Italian. I'm not sure. Sorry, what is it? It's Parmesan in Italian spices. Oh, okay. It's really good. Okay. All right, Maddie, we can do you. All right. I think you have most of the sweet ones. Uh, oh, <laughs> salted. Classic. Vanilla and strawberry. It's like summertime. Oh, okay. Caramel. Okay, this could be more than three words, but you know that dip that you would have with apples as a kid? That's the exact same taste on a pretzel. Nutella. Chocolatey goodness. Vanilla icing. Sweet and sugary. And sugar cinnamon. Absolute perfection. Great. Yeah, so for those of you guys who haven't been to Mr. Pretzels, those are some quick summaries of how they found the taste. Hopefully you can go visit it soon. Before this video, did you guys go to Mr. Pretzels before? No. I had never been there before. Um, just to take the photos for the article, but that's it. I never tried the pretzels. Oh, okay. Um, and what about you, Maddie? I had been several times before. It was actually the opinion editor, Emily, and lead reporter Aaron that suggested that uh, Michael, Arts and Life editor, and myself go check it out. Um, and we've been to Mr. Pretzels every time we've been to Conestoga Mall since. But we always kind of got the same flavors. So the idea for this video is like, try all of them, see what's good, so we can help other people choose in the future. So when I was doing research for this, I actually found that Mr. Pretzel, since it's a chain store, it has stores all around the world. So some of the countries it's in include Australia, Mexico, and Brazil. And because of the cultural differences, Mr. Pretzel kind of adjust the flavors. So I wanted to play a little game to see if you guys could determine which country Mr. Pretzels has certain flavors in. So I'm gonna say the flavor and I want you guys both to guess which country it's from. Okay, toffee. Mexico? Brazil. Sarah's right, it's Mexico. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Tim Tim and white chocolate. Australia. Australia. 100% <laughs> Australia. Pizza. Oh. Uh, I Mexico. Say Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I would say America, but that's not an option. So I'm going with no, Mexico. Australia, Mexico, or Brazil? Mexico is like close in vicinity to <laughs> to America. Yeah, I'm going with Mexico. Uh, not quite. It's Brazil, actually. Brazil. Yeah, they have a lot of salty flavors. The pizza, from what I know, it's actually just like a rolled up pizza. Oh, that's yeah. fun. It's like okay. the hot dog one that you wanted to try, Sarah. <laughs> Oh yeah, those hot dog ones, I think, are in most countries, except they're not always beef. Interesting. Okay, cottage cheese. Oh, um, Australia? Nope, it's Brazil. Man, I suck at <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting flavors <laughs> in Brazil. Cookies and cream. Australia. Mexico. Yeah. No, it's Australia? Oh, it's Australia. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm so bad at this. And then last one, green tea. Brazil? Nope, it's Australia as well. Man. Ooh. Yeah, so like the trend, I guess, is Australia usually has the sweet flavors. And then the only one that Mexico has that's different is toffee. 
Interesting. If you guys are traveling, make sure to visit your local Mr. Pretzels <laughs> to try out the new flavors. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I just got back from my exchange at University of Birmingham and the big, huge mall there, like their version of the Eaton Center, um, called the Bullring. Mm-hmm. They had a Mr. Pretzels right at the bottom of the escalator. I didn't stop and see if there's any different flavors, but uh, it really does show that it's like really everywhere. You just have to look out for it. Yeah, it's a pretty big chain. Okay, um, so our featured story this week is called Suck It Up, Laurie's Sustainable Take on Straws and Plastics. Maddie, I think you wrote that. So can yes, you give us a quick rundown of the story? Um, so basically for me, you could probably see the trend in the Facebook trending and YouTube and all these things of plastic straws being such a hot button topic. Because they can't be recycled, they're single-use plastic and they really add up. So that's something that uh, people who are interested in the environment and sustainability have been really focusing on. So I wanted to see what Laurier was doing about these single-use plastics. So I talked to uh, Jenna Stademan, who is a Laurier alum as of this year, um, to see what uh, she's done to cut plastics out of her life. And then I talked to Andy Nielsen, um, who is a manager of hospitality. And I talked to Tyler Plott, who is uh, part of the sustainability office, to see what Laurier has done and what Laurier can do in the future to cut out single-use plastics. And just to start off, you guys personally, do you still drink with straws? Um, For me, it's something that I've only really focused on this year. Um, Like Jenna, who I talked to in the feature, I really only started thinking about it when I saw that video of the sea turtle with the straw stuck in its nose. Um, Mm -hmm. So this year I made a New Year's resolution to cut straws out of my life. Um, And to date, I've only used eight straws this year, um, and I found it pretty easy to cut out, uh, relatively speaking, yeah. Oh, and what were the eight straws from? Um, All of them were from drinks from restaurants. Um, So there's one particular restaurant in Uptown that I won't name drop, um, but I always forget that they will automatically bring straws with the drink. So four out of eight of those straws have been from one particular restaurant. Okay. And what about you, Sarah? Uh, for me, I do have reusable straws. I have um, plastic and I have metal. Um, in a restaurant, if they already have the straw in my drink, I'm going to use it because it's just it's, it's already there. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, usually I use those reusable straws when I'm wearing lipstick, just so I don't get <laughs> color all over my face. Uh, but yeah, um, it also really depends on the, the drink itself. Like if I'm having a milkshake, uh, I, I'm, I'm not very great at, uh, keeping things in, <laughs> in my mouth. Uh, if I'm pouring them and they're, they're thick, like, um, like a milkshake, for example, um, and so using the straw, um, ideally reusable, um, helps me to consume those uh, beverages. And do you like carry them around or how does, how does that usually work? Cause I would love to adopt a practice. Yeah, like. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have a little case, uh, that it came in. Um, and so I, I tuck that in my purse very easily, um, because a straw is so like thin, it's like carrying around a pen um so it's really easy and portable if you're interested in getting a reusable straw when i talked to tyler plot from sustainability he said that they're going to be giving away reusable straws at the get involved fair this year oh, um, sick. so nice. if you're looking out for that i'm really excited for it and i'll definitely stand in line for that one so um i think oh, it, that's good. yeah i think it's a great uh, initiative that will be very popular so one of the activities i wanted to do about this article was just a true or false facts about straws so I have three facts, and I want 
you to let me know whether they're true or not. Okay, so the first one is the first known straws used for drinking were invented probably to avoid the solid byproducts of fermentation that sink to the bottom. Oh, I would say that's true. I want to say it's true as well. That is true, which makes sense, I think. I don't know if we still use straws for that purpose, but no, because it, it would make sense for things to go to the bottom as well, you know? Like if you have solid things, they would sink, you would think. But see, when I when you read the, the statement, I immediately thought, like, doesn't a straw go to the bottom though? So, like, I feel like if things within the water or the drink um, were at the top of the container, then you go through it. And then you, you're like avoiding the stuff at the top, but to avoid something that's at the bottom where the straw actually goes, that's questionable. You just have to hold it up really nice, really proper. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess how I interpreted it was that like, if you kept drinking from the bottom, yes, things are going to be sinking, but because you're like, keep, because you keep drinking it, there's not going to be any solid formation at the end or like throughout your drinking process. Okay. So as long as you drink it while it's still a homogeneous mixture, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I get that. Okay, the second fact is drinking straws are said to lower the incidence of tooth decay caused by acids and beverages such as carbonated drinks, as they channel drink more into the throat, bypassing more teeth. True. I would say that's true as well. You hear about people drinking things out of a straw to avoid uh, their sensitive teeth and things. So I'd say that's true. Yeah, that is true. I never heard about it for carbonated drinks, but I had always always heard about it with coffee. Like people said it would stain your teeth less if you drink it through a straw. Yes, I've ha- heard of people drinking red wine with a straw as well, which is just super fancy. Okay, and the last fact is, in the U.S., 100 million straws a day are used. That's enough straw to wrap half the circumference of the earth in two days. I think it's more, considering the population of the United States. It's something like 350 million at the moment, I think. So 100 million <laughs> seems a little low to me. Yeah, no, I think it's higher. Oh, wow. I thought I could trick you guys into thinking this was true. Yeah, you're right. It is higher. So in the U.S., 500 million straws a day are used. So that's actually enough straw waste to wrap the circumference of the Earth 2.5 times. That's ridiculous. Like, all of that is waste. Where is that going? The oceans. Impacting our manatees. <laughs> yeah. Man, one of the things that I was thinking when I wrote this feature, too, is like, it's a convenience for 20 minutes while you're drinking your drink, and then it's going to last in the ocean 100 years after you're dead, unless it ends in a belly of a turtle first, you know? Mm-hmm, so it's exactly. just, it's incredible. Right. So for those of you listening, please read Maddie's feature on straws and why you should use reusable straws or find alternative methods. Okay, so we're getting to the end of our podcast. So it's time to answer this issue's vocal cord question. So this week, the question was, what is your biggest pet peeve at the movie theater? Pet there would be having someone um, get up to go to the washroom or, like, interfere with my, like, viewing um, during the actual movie. Um, just, like, walking across my path. Okay, okay, so I always had this question, and I feel like it's weird that in my 20 years of life, I don't know the answer. Once you leave in the middle of the movie, do the doors lock on you, or can you come back? You can come you back. You can totally come back. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have never 
were left in the middle of a movie because I was always scared that the doors would be locked and I could not come back. That's actually so the that's sweetest thing I've ever heard. For myself, I always make sure I have my ticket in my pocket just to make sure that, like, let's say I, I walk too far and I walk past where the, like, attendant is standing or, like, I want to go get popcorn or wherever I, if I do have to leave, mm-hmm. um, I always have my ticket in my pocket. Okay. will let me back in. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good idea. Oh, great. So next time I need to go to the washroom, I can just leave. As exactly. long as I'm not in a movie with Sarah. <laughs> All right, Maddie, what's your biggest pet peeve? Okay, so I was actually in the movie screening that inspired the story that inspired this question. Um, so Michael, the arts and life editor, and I went to a screening of Black Panther when it first came out. And somebody lost their phone during the movie and turned on their friend's flashlight on their phone to find their own. So it was like, in the middle of a movie, this flashlight is going off. And these people are also taking selfies with Flash during the movie. So it's like, for me, it's not so bad if you send a text or whatever during the movie, as long as you put it away pretty quickly. It's when you're actually being disruptive with your phone. Like, just Mm -hmm. put it away. It's two hours. If you can't function without your phone for two hours, you might have, like, some bigger issues that might want to be resolved there. Um, And just don't uh, inhibit the viewing experience of everyone else while you're there. Yeah, I've seen people, like, when they need to text, they'll stick the phone under their shirt. Well, like, guys... They'll stick their phone under their shirt and they'll text so the light is not as distracting. And even though I still see it, I'm like, oh, that's they're being considerate, which is what matters. Exactly. And I think that's what it is, too. Like, if you're trying not to be disruptive, it's not so bad. Like, sticking your phone under your shirt or, like, you know, that little duck and run thing that people do when they're going to the bathroom. (laughs) It's like, as long as you're trying, it's okay. We understand. But just don't be completely inconsiderate of the people around you. Exactly. So that takes us to the end of the pod. Thank you, Sarah and Maddie, for joining me here for a chat today. And thank you for all those who tuned in to listen. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email me at cordcast at thecord.ca. Have a great summer. Bye for now. Thank you to the staff and volunteers at Radio Laurier and Lucid for helping to make this program happen. Our music was provided by Steve Dave for Life.